Hello, this is Occultus Anonymous with episode 7 of our Star Trek Adventures miniseries. It had to be Klingons. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, welcome to Occultus Anonymous. Um, we are going to be doing our Star Trek Adventures miniseries while Drew gets ready for the next Mage Chronicle. Um, I'm having a lot of fun. I hope you guys are too. Um, uh, we are. Um, oh, yeah. As always, sponsored by Roll20 and viewers like you. I did not update the list, so sorry if you change your name in the break. Uh, Ryan, Thomas, Nova, Perry, Michael, Brandon, Catfeathers, Josh, Alexander, Puppeteer, Sina, Emil, Moku, Melissa, Doc the Doom, Other Michael, The Arcane, Bernie, Alan Michael, Al, War vs. Data, Julian Atkins, Delora, uh, Jenny, Blood Angel, Jack, Zoltan, Fun Zosu, Milo V3, Vortex, Adele, Crazy Man 1772, George, Woodfoot, Neo Magus, Chris, Shaksara, Set Camel to Stun, Pope, Daniel, <laughs> Thomas, Taryn, Angfaleth, Parker, and Riafi. Thank you very much for your support. It helps us pay for things like uh, new headphones for me. Um, and keep the gear refreshed uh, for our cast and also pay for awesome art that I can't wait to see. It's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it very much. Um, oh, yeah. So when we last left our story, we had had a first contact situation that the crew was not exactly welcomed on the planet. The reception was a little bit chilly. Uh, the folks seemed reserved but polite and sort of gently encouraged you to leave um, rather than stay and exchange uh, pleasantries. Um, there was some suspicions raised during those interactions. Um, looks like there might be something going on. They were definitely hiding something. And it turns out one of the locals stowed away on board your ship while you were busy talking to the locals and made herself known once you arrived back on the crew. Um, some medical scans and full you know, science documentation uh, was taking place during a rather congenial chat with Dr. Hudson, who seemed to have made a very good impression um, on his, uh, his on his new charge. No Her surprise. Is Maya. Um, she's a younger adult from the species below whose father is speaker for the local government. Um, and she told them a tale of Klingons arriving on the planet, taking their spiritual um, leaders hostage and forcing um, the people to violate their sacred laws that were handed down to them by the heralds um, and dig under the ground um, for resources, which we understand are dilithium crystals, a sufficient quantity to be a strategic resource um, for the Klingon or the Federation, whoever ends up laying claim to them. Um, we had a meeting where this was all shared amongst the senior crew. Um, and uh, I'm not sure where we left off with that. There were a couple plans afoot. One was possibly beaming the captain in to have a talk with the speaker in his residence. Mm -hmm. um, another was a tactical assault on the mine to get some prisoners and get some additional information. Um, and I think that's where we left off, unless uh, anyone and, else wants to throw something else in. Uh, the other one was to get to work scanning around the rest of yep. the systems, trying to find like, the ships. Under the guise of doing uh, like a, a planetary survey mm -hmm. of the system, trying to see if you could locate um, the Klingon ships that there were apparently at one point anyway, there were three in the system. Um, so interested in finding more. They're finding where they might be hiding. 
exactly. That would be difficult if they are cloaked, but not impossible. Uh, but if they are like hiding in a gravity well, for example, you might be able to um, find them by doing a kind of um, and- I don't think it's beyond the capacities of our lieutenant and chief of science. And you have the right crew and the right ship for doing exactly that. Mm-hmm. And the ship was built to to do those kinds of things. Survey. Um, um, quick question, Greg. Um, sure. And this may not be something Kidney will notice. Um, can you um, engage warp while cloaked? No. Okay. Cool. So um, um, the warp, uh, the cloaking takes too much energy. Right. That's what I thought, but I couldn't remember. Um, so speaking with like a quick little chat with uh, uh, Lieutenant Shavar. I will put uh, it into the best of Starfleet's knowledge. Right. Okay. Uh, and uh, speaking with, uh, you know, Captain and stuff like this, because at this point, Maya's kind of said, hey, like, I trust you guys kind of thing. And so we're putting, you know, plans in motion. Um, I'm thinking that we should ready um, four shuttles to be ready to launch, Captain. Um, that way. Shuttles are fighters. The fighters, right. Um that way, if we are surprised, we can scramble very quickly. So, uh, um, just for the audience at home, um, mechanics-wise, the Miranda class has four active shuttle slots. They carry thirty different small craft of various kinds and stuff like that. Um, so they have four active slots that can be launched on a moment's notice, um, two at a time. So what he's talking about is. Replacing one of the standard F-class series shuttles that they normally carry ready and putting um, actual fighters in there, um, which is an interesting choice because of the warden threat. Well, we need at least one regular shuttle for you, right? Off screen and yeah. away from the the lieutenant. Uh, yes, uh, potentially. And that's actually one of the things that uh, Kidiel is basically chatting with the captain, being like, and actually, Jiffis, I guess, would be the transporter guy, right? Yes. Um, how many people can we handle transporting in quick succession? Because it may be that we go down with a team just by transporter. <clears throat> and uh, Sur- Surreptitiously, mm-hmm. we can handle a full transporter pack. Okay, which is five? Five. Five. I just realized that I have a badass lieutenant, and I don't necessarily need to go to the mines. Send her by yourself? No, no, no. Not by yourself. With a team. We have... We have got Sorry, people guys. to make war for you. <laughs> I've got red shirts. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, when you say that, uh, Captain Chichelor would say, indeed, Commander, uh, I was hoping that you would recognize that in the present circumstances, with me on the planet, speaking with the speaker, with uh, someone assaulting the mines, that you would be best placed to have the con in the event that things go haywire. Right. Yep. I'm going to sit in the chair instead of 
<laughs> How did we end up this way, Captain? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you if you uh, concur, sir, uh, I will set plans in motion. Indeed. Now, having said that, this is going to be a very delicate operation, mm-hmm. and you know that your second pension is to shoot first, sort out the details later. Yep. So uh-huh. if you're comfortable with her being that sort of a person going down to the mine. <laughs> Thanks, I know that, for the thumbs up there. <laughs> I know that I Commander is more of a, we can talk this out, nobody needs to get hurt, fine, we're going to hurt you if we have to, sort of. Is right. Mode. <laughs> yeah, which... Um... Ooh, I have a suggestion. Considering <laughs> okay. what we just said. Um, well, the circumstances are dangerous, but they're urgent. And delicacy is important. So uh, I propose a possible um, supplement. Uh, Lieutenant Shavora and her team approach the mine and determine the circumstances in preparation for subduing the overseers. After I have spoken with the speaker, I then join them and apply my own trademark delicacy in challenging circumstances. That is a possibility. Um, I was basically going to have the lieutenant have a chance to prove herself. Um, and actually, okay. yeah, well, go ahead. The, the commander was going to go have a talk with the lieutenant and be like, Oh, fair enough. Listen. Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, that works for me. I like that for the story, too. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, Craig, if, you, uh, if, if we want to have that as a scene or just have me roll to kind of... Uh, reflect that however you would uh, wish to. No, because there's some stuff going on there. I think I'd like to have a scene with that. Yeah, it sounds really good. Um, So yeah, it's definitely um, That's excellent. You know, Kidneal going down to tactical security um, and, you know, checking in on the team and looking at the lieutenant and going, so change of plans. Minor (laughs) change of plans. I'm That's good. a whole lot of buildup for a minor change of plans, sir. <laughs> uh, so good. On your end, uh, Lieutenant, I don't think too much is going to change. It's just um, I'm having to be hands-off, which, um, as you may have noticed over the past couple months, I don't do very well. Um, so uh, the captain and I did realize that we may be leaving the Curie a little bit um, unmanned uh, in a situation like this. So you will be leading the team down at the mines. Um, And while I had absolutely, and by the way, this is like a private conversation not around everybody else. Um, While I have absolutely no doubt in your prowess and skill in combat, I wish to reassert the captain's wishes and my own that if delicacy and diplomacy is possible, that that is our first effort. Um, I will be in, you know, communication. So if, you know, discussion is necessary, I'm available. But uh, in a firefight or a tense situation, I am relying on your nerve and gumption uh she looks like she's chewing on something uh-huh. as you're saying this <laughs> and dorian gum i understand 
sir, that, um, and I'll do my best, but I'm not 100% confident in my ability to carry out those instructions. That's very unfortunate, Lieutenant, because I'm 100% confident that you can. Ooh, yeah. Especially this is the younger commander yeah. speaking to the lieutenant. Uh, yeah. Uh, Are you but, younger than her? Yeah. Yes and no. <laughs> well, yeah. This yeah, body is. Yeah. yeah. This body, this body definitely is definitely is. much younger than her. This host, yes. Um, I And I feel like this is a presence plus command rule. Sure. Uh, difficult two. Okay. Um, and, mm. uh, would this be team dynamics? Yes. And okay. I'm going to spend a threat to increase your complication range by one. All right. Ooh. Set and set. I'm not even touching my momentum. I feel confident. Believe in you. It's a one. So, uh, mm -hmm. hmm. She's like, I am not the best choice for that course of action, sir. I was first officer on the Ashore. Uh, was destroyed by Klingon raiders. Oh, God. Um, my escape pod was picked up by my father's ship a few hours later. The Klingons attacked again. Um, there was a boarding action. Um, I was ordered to to engage the enemy, and instead, I took my wounded father and brought him to safety. We lost the ship. I was court-martialed and dismissed in disgrace. I am not the person you want to be doing diplomacy with Klingons. <clears throat> I was three months away from my own command. Uh, Lieutenant? Two days away from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lieutenant? People change. Who you were then is not the person you are now. And while I understand that you will have some problems here, I am confident that you can overcome them. Um, I also believe that if I were to bench you right now and have other, you know, so-and-so take, uh, you know, take command instead, you would stew and it would fester at you and it would eat at you, especially because if I send somebody else to lead this, it will not go as smoothly. Sir, if I may make a recommendation, there's only one person on board who would be good to lead this. Mm-hmm. And that's you. I appreciate that. But the captain wants me in the chair. 
Um, and go ahead. What if I took center chair? And when the Klingon warbirds call? I have experience fighting them. So you'll forsake diplomacy in that regard as well. It's different when they're not face-to-face with me. But frankly, given the situation that we're in, if a warbird decloaks, they're not decloaking to talk. I'm not sure. You're the commander. Yours will stand. I'm just making a recommendation based on my self-awareness and understanding of our group. Then Kitneel's like face changes a little bit and there's a the, the less professional is like, I really don't want to transport. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hold a moment, Lieutenant. Here, tap the badge. Captain. Here. What do you think of oh. having uh, the Lieutenant uh, Shavor in the chair and I will beam down? The Lieutenant is not a hunt. No, actually doesn't say that. Uh, speaking with the Lieutenant, we have determined that she may uh, not be best fit for uh, engaging the mines. I thought you were going to be able to convince her otherwise. I thought so too, sir. Well, seems like we're in a, a challenging situation. Uh, you remember the rule I discussed with you months ago, right? You'll have to remind me which specific one you <laughs> referred to, Ralph. Sure, fair enough. Um, so Captain Chichlor says, it's only one strike. I've looked at her service record. Might work out just fine. I have confidence in everyone I've selected for this mission. It's up to you. Cool. All right, Lieutenant, you'll take the chair. Oh, that sounds really... <laughs> and she'd like just breathe a huge sigh and uh, like it's like a weight is off her shoulders. Thank you, sir. I think that's the best decision. I'm going to go talk to Jiffus. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not like transporters? <laughs> nope. Okay. But yeah, and yeah. Uh, then, of course, making sure the wing commander. Uh, are we all Ooh, good? I have a question out of character. Um, and I don't want to interrupt the scene, though. Oh, no, I mean, for scene-wise, I'm, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Cool. The question I'm going to ask is, um, we're discussing allowing all four shuttle slots to be occupied by killer bees, right? Mm-hmm. So that we don't use another shuttle. Can, through some cramped or squishing or something like that, could the commander be transported down to the planet on a killer bee? They are two-seater ships. Um, but that would leave the pilot at a disadvantage if, it, if they had to engage. But they could okay. shuttle the commander down and then go back and pick up their crew. Um, that that said, like 
Trill are uncomfortable transporting. We are not debilitated. So okay, yeah. fair enough. Because you said you used the word debilitating in character before. So I just wanted to ask if there are any other mechanical options right. that we could use. No, this that is would avoid that. That 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 was Kitneal um, blowing things up a touch. Uh, okay, right. cool. Sounds good. Yeah, mechanically, I am unaffected by transporters. Oh, okay, great. Excellent. Yeah, I didn't see anything in the book, but you know, sure. just wanted to support what you were worrying about. Yep. Great. He did warn that it would be a rocky ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could be a good time. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Captain Jojo is going to land and he's actually going to have Antinny this time. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah, All right, let's move so... this along. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, did you want to talk to Jiffus? Uh, I mean, it was just more of like Jiffus is going to be the one doing the transporting. Yeah, know. he'll be he'll look, he'll be looking after personally. Um, is it possible that Doctor Hudson could lend a hand in calibrations, knowing your specific sort of needs? <laughs> oh, you you're going to win so many brownie points right now. To <laughs> 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 hold out. Um, I'll give you a possible assist with uh, reason and engineering. Okay. Um, or, well, hang on. Yeah, it kind of needs to be an engineering role, I think. That's fine. Hmm. Yeah, okay. So, uh, go ahead and give me a role to see if you're able to contribute to um, Jiffus and his knowledge of how to get down there. Um, can I tag composure here to like not sort of let slip why this is so important? Mm. Especially against the sort of probing intellect of Jiffus. <laughs> sure, to, not necessarily to make it. Yeah. So yes, but the the effect will be limited to not letting Jiffus on to why you want to have him. So that'll be the, the scope that I'm limiting it to. So if, if you get a crit because of the focus, mm. it's not necessarily making it better or, or better oh, for sure, you, sure, but sure. it's just okay. building that wall between Jiffus and the knowledge you're trying to hide. Yeah. Okay, All right. That's what I'm talking about. Um, so that will make things a little easier for the crew that's beaming down. So captain is going to the speaker. Um, mm -hmm. Who's going to the mine? Uh, myself and a team of uh, security. Um, for security, two. Um, oh, and uh, game mechanics wise, uh, everyone, every yeah. class of ship has a crew rating. That's um, right. This is red shirts, blue shirts, yellow shirts um, that you can call upon as generic crew to help out or assist in various tasks. So when the captain brings on a security team, those are just the red shirts. So the ship this size normally has four, uh, but because the commander is such an efficient administrator and very good at team dynamics, he's basically freed up one extra person on board. So they have a, a crew rating of five. So you and how many? Um, let's probably just say three. Or excuse me, uh, let's let's make it two. So we have three total. That way, if there's a transporter pad for potentially the captain and the speaker at, at the ready as well. Okay. Are you taking the doctor with you, for example, or...? That's true. Uh, yeah, Dr. Hudson, uh, are you coming down to, I mean, I know you won't be 
great and a fight, but having you on hand... I'd be happy to have my expertise at the ready, should you require a commander. Having the... Yeah, having the doc as field medic would be awesome. So yeah, it'll be the two of us plus uh, two security. All right. Um, and um, for setting up jamming and things like that, did you want to bring uh, Tenzer Conan? Oh, that's true. Um, are basically your Ash. Uh, you come to mind, or you're going to go scan planets? <laughs> Actually, uh, no. Never mind. Executive decision. You're coming because you can punch. <laughs> Mine sounds more exciting. So yes. Yeah, that's true. You've got Matan to scan all the I'm, planets. I'm positive Matan can scan the planets. I believe in you. That's very very yeah. true. Yep. And there's a whole like third of the crew that are crew. just for yeah. scanning planets. So. All right. Um. So while that's happening, the Curie will be conducting planetary surveys. I'm just like trying to disguise my glee as the option of getting off the ship and going to go fight a Klingon. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. All right. Um, I think we're ready to go. Um, because of the known presence of Klingons in the system, mm-hmm. I'm going to give myself a four. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Is that because of our ships? Or so do we add four, four more on top of them? Uh, no, I only have four. Um, and then you're, you said you wanted to ready how many fighters? Four. Four. Okay, so I'm going to be capped at six threat. In danger. Haven't pressed the red button yet, though. I missed the first part of what you said, Drew. It cut off. Oh, I just said that I haven't pushed the red button yet. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, so the transporter will activate, yeah, because you guys are going to two locations, so we'll do the captain first, cool. I guess. Okay. Um, can you give me, I want to compose your something roll. Yeah. Composure? Oh man, I don't know if we can do that. You mean control? Um... Give me a fitness composure roll. Or, no, sorry, a fitness and... Um, command or security? Fitness and command. Fitness cool, and command. fitness command. Sounds good to me. All right. What's the difficulty? Uh, difficulty is one. Difficulty it would have been one. two, but because of the Dr. Hudson's um, modifications to Jiffus's transport algorithm, it's been reduced to one. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, that's right. Command is the composure... Discipline, mm-hmm. meaning yeah, maintaining yeah. your the composure of yourself. So Sorry, your composure will definitely apply here. Yeah. Great, fantastic. Um, and cool. this is because he is um, obfuscating the transport. It is a bump. Uh-huh. All right. Well, this seems like a risky maneuver to me. Um, so I die. Just to set the stage, it's now evening in the capital city. Um, normal activity is winding down. Um, Maya has. Uh, Hopefully provided you a layout of the home. Uh, you've got a transporter lock on the hallway outside the bedchamber. Oh, cool. Uh, and uh, scanners show other life signs in the room. Sweet. Transport activates. Um, you got your one success and you can bank your momentum. Or... Yep. Uh-huh, go ahead. 
or if you, um, if you want to do a obtain information. Hmm. Yeah. Um, whether or not the the speaker is awake or nearby, like if there's some way I can know that he is awake. Um, mm -hmm. You can. Uh, he, um, I'm not also, sure. Also, I, I but he, he is awakened in the room, working at a desk. Perfect. Okay. I also realized something that we didn't um, discuss in this episode, right? Mm -hmm. When we came back to the stream that we discussed right prior, when right. Captain Tuchelor said in character that he wanted to talk to Maya about the best way to like have a clandestine conversation with her father. Uh, okay. Um, I don't know how relevant that would be. Just sure. So of, like, I can just show you in a few details. Um, her cool. father is a traditionalist. All right. Um, he is uh, very devoted to the the prophets and the heralds and the builders um, and things of that nature. Part of why he is the speaker, uh, but he understands that the act of governing is different from the act of being the conscience of a people. Cool. Okay. So he's aware of that difference, but the people very much need the prophets to be okay. Um, if that makes any sense. Yes, it does. Okay. Right. Focus so, on reassuring um, him that we can. Recover the profits. Yep. And then that's our goal. Uh, so the transporter activates and you appear in a darkened home. Um, you're Excellent. on um, a, a elevated balcony, like a little corridor sort of balcony. You can see down into the main room uh, okay. beneath you. Um, and um, um, the door is standing in front of you, leading to Chiscala's bedroom office area. Cool. I'm going to sneak inside. Okay. Um, give me a, do you want to sneak inside? He's the um, only one in there. You're aware that he's the only one in there. Okay. Well, I'll just, I'll just open it and enter. Okay. And then so like, you know, like, uh, hold up my hands to allay suspicion. Sure. And say, we should be quiet when we have this conversation. So you walk in, his immediate response is to like, who the hell? And then he kind of freezes. Yeah. And he sort of looks around and then stands up and says, <sighs> My daughter. <laughs> you are right. You risk much coming here. I realize that. I presume you came to talk, offer a I solution. Do. Indeed. We should be safe here. Excellent. Shall Let's I hear sit? Your proposal. Sure. He, uh, Thank you. Offers a chair from his desk, and he goes and sits on the bed. Fantastic. And I say, Maya has informed us uh, that. A people we know of quite well, whom we call Klingons, are holding your people under their thumb to obtain a wealth of resources that are within the planet. And in order to do that, they have taken your prophets hostage. That is part of the story. Hmm. What is the other part? Their captain is a man called Kupak. Kupak. 
son of Rahab. I'm not sure if that means anything to you. Hmm. I don't know. Could I <laughs> make a reason con roll? Sure. Starfleet protocol. Some like history. That sure. person. All right. Great. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And while Ralph is writing or rolling that, can we get those names and like spellings? Oh, sure. Because I have, I, <laughs> nope. I gotta know, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No big deal to me. Yep. Uh, this far out from the Empire, he's probably not going to be somebody of any particular significance. Cool. Oh, I was not he, um, that far off. What's that? Okay. That's what I thought it was. Just got some extra apostrophes. He they were ordered to leave an occupation force and depart. Mm. But he and his ship have remained. Mm. He is very interested in the Temple of the Builders. Oh. I don't know what his interest is. But Lord. it's beyond the rocks that he makes us pull from the earth. They are stockpiling what they pull from the earth. Um, and their other ship will return in time to collect it. Um, Kapok was not in charge. He was a sub-commander of the fleet that was here, the three ships. Hmm. But disobeyed orders to remain. I don't know if that gives you an advantage. Or not. It does. We know that he has the prophets. I don't know where. I don't know what he's doing to him, but he's. When he found out about the, the temple of the builders, he took them. So he was forcing you to mine the dilithium before he found out about the temple of the builders and was... had not taken the prophets until then? He was captain of one of the ships that came, and it was the the squadron commander who set up the occupation force and left orders. But he did not depart with the rest of them. He chose to stay here once he found out about the Temple of the Builders. Hmm. Is There's, he the only ship in the system? I do not know. I do know there were three... I don't think he stayed behind when he wasn't supposed to. Mm. I don't know when the others will return. When is the last time you spoke with him? This morning. Mm. And how does he get in touch with you? Uh, we have a communications device in my office in the government building. Mm. He contacts us from there. He has guards posted in all key government installations. Klingon they, guards? Yes. Or Nivea guards? Um, mostly Klingons. There, there were some others as well. 
they seem to be um, uh, thralls or servants of the Klingon. They big reptiles. Mm -hmm. How would you describe those thralls? Um, unwilling? <laughs> I mean physically. I'm oh, sorry. Um, there various... There's no... Many... There's several different species as far as we can tell. Not more than we've never seen them before. Hmm. And out of character, lore-wise, uh, Klingons have um, subject races that they impress into service. So they probably have some soldiers that have an overseer that are part of those subject races. So they probably left a squad of those behind. Okay. And suddenly it does get darker. I wonder what we'll see in the Mayan. <laughs> overseer is under duress. Sorry, back in character. Captain mm -hmm. Judge says, uh, okay. Well, uh, I promise you that I was sincere when we met earlier and that I and the rest of the Federation uh, intend you peace and well-being. And my ship and my crew are here on a mission for curiosity and cultural exchange. And we abhor oppression in all its forms. We have a ship with complex and powerful sensor technology. And we have a complement of skilled individuals that could do a lot to a single Klingon ship. Or even a couple, depending upon the circumstances. Give me a presence and command. Fantastic. Want to affect this guy? Y'all okay with me spinning one momentum? Take it. All right. Roll that up. This is diplomacy, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There we go. Fantastic. Yes. Yes. What was All the right. difficulty? Uh, this was a difficulty two task. Oh, excellent. Cool. Um, so you can bank one of the, or give back the momentum that you spent. Yeah, I would. And he looks to you and says, do you believe you can save the prophets? I do. He stands up and walks over to you and kind of leans in. You believe you can save them? I do. If you help me find them, I can save them. And I will help any way that I can. Yeah. So, Captain Chichilor, I trying to think is there like an andorian physical gesture um other than you know like human handshaking and stuff like that that they would use to signify a partnership i don't know um, from the lore or canon i don't know from the lore or the canon but in my head it would be like a you know crossed back of hands with the uh, ocean that sounds good yeah that makes yeah. sense to me yeah wakanda forever all right sure. so <laughs> Captain but not like in, not individually but you do it with your partner so you would oh okay cool oh, okay gotcha arms. all right all right um then then he would say my people have accustomed to cross arms when we are joining um to surmount a challenge okay he's not right. quite into it but follows your lead <laughs> okay cool yeah and accepts it as significant for you great 
Excellent. Yeah. That's 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 what I was hoping for. So what's our next step? Yeah. Uh, I believe uh, our next step is to get in touch with my crew um, to let them know of any information you have of the presence of any guards or overseers on the planet. Then uh, giving access to some uh, in my crew, perhaps through uh, through subterfuge, uh, the communication device that you use to speak with Gupak's son of Rahak, so that they can use that to locate his ship. Hmm. I do not think I can talk my way past the guards. They are very suspicious. They look down on us. They don't consider us a threat, but they... um, Something about the Temple of the Prophets is... Or the Temple of the Builders is... Make very nervous. Hmm. Let's put them on edge. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't think I can talk past the centuries at the the headquarters building. Well, if you can, hmm. So you wouldn't be able to enter the device, is what you're saying? Or sorry, you wouldn't say the device. Um, can you get near the device? He can. He couldn't get you there. That's fine. That's fine. That's not okay. um, if if he can get near it, right? Um, what I'm thinking is this: um, if you think you would be able to get um, a communication device, small, near it, I'm confident that the members of my crew could use its proximity to that device to hijack the signal. He pulls out the communicator that you gave him. Mm-hmm. I managed to hide this from the Klingons. Fantastic. Look at I him being a rebel. I, I can carry it into the office, yes. It, it seems you had hope from the very beginning, didn't you? <laughs> hope, but also caution. Of course. Caution I respect. I wanted to keep my options open in case an opportunity presented itself in contact. Great. But you took the initiative and created an opportunity yourself. As I am often fond of doing. It's very Starfleet. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about Starfleet? Uh, <laughs> I mean, to be he, fair, um, it's kind of Maya's doing. If you want him to, he might be able to get into it tonight without arousing too much suspicion, but it would be better for him to go in the morning. Yeah. Uh, what what the Captain Chichelor is thinking is that he goes in in the morning when he's supposed to talk to Kapok, son of Rahak, and a transmission is coming from the ship. We know when he's going to do that. And someone, of course, on the Curie can be prepared to get the signal and use that to try and locate the Klingon ship. Okay. And um, I'm looking at the time, so I want to try and um, <laughs> uh, save time for everyone else for the scene sure. they're going to do in the mines. So uh, okay. I think the, the last little bit he would say is, uh, and this can, of course, be resolved off screen. He would say, um, if you would like to see your daughter, I can take you back with me for a moment and return you here without evoking any suspicion. Otherwise, um, you can speak with her and relay any information about the position of the overseers such that my crew can be prepared to deal with any unexpected circumstances. Okay. Cool. 
Um, so it's up to him what he wants to do. Yeah, we'll pin that for later. Sounds good. Perfect. Um, shortly after the captain has uh, transported down, um, our assault team steps onto the transporter pad. Uh, Maya is there with you. Assault. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, there's four of us. All right. Can I have a knife? So <laughs> my baby phaser, or in addition may, to my baby phaser. You, you may have, have a knife in addition to your phaser. Yeah. Yeah. Cut. You're gonna cut somebody. And I thought you had the Lou Chantour, right? Mm-hmm. Had, I, oh. I took the um the other Andorian trait. Oh, okay. yeah. She didn't. She didn't mm-hmm. take it. Yeah, no, uh, um, level one kind of stuff like that. It's easy enough to you forget to get that between scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like she's so. normally just got like like a cookery or a machete just for field work, hacking through <laughs> the bush. <laughs> I think we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yep. yeah, that's no problem. All right, um, awesome. so um, Jiffus says, uh, "Hang on, it's going to be a bumpy ride." And, it always uh, is. Activates. What's that? Deactivates a transporter, and I'm going to spend two threat. As the transporter is activating, Maya runs forward. Oh no! Jumps into the air and wraps her arms and legs around Doctor Hudson. Oh my god! And as the as the energizing happens of the transporter patch, he says, I'm coming with you. Um, and the last thing you hear before the vision fades out is alarms going from the transporter console. Ooh, um, shit. So Jiffus, who is in the middle of a difficult transport already, suddenly has an unexpected life form on the transporter pad that's only built for five. Oh my gosh. So, Dr. Hudson's going to be a joined life form just n- like n- half, <laughs> half, half Dr. Half Kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm going to give him a control engineering. Yeah, because he's got to compensate on the fly. Considering he's in great for control, should be fine for that. Uh, did oh, you guys daring. want gotcha. to spend some momentum? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> How many for one momentum? Okay. Um, so he'll yeah, we only got two. Um, because he's spending, um, he has cautious engineering, which allows him to reroll yes. one die. Fantastic. He also has assistance from the computer because he's on the ship. True. Uh, yes. Computer engineering. Um, focus does apply. Uh, yes, somebody can roll computer engineering for me. On it. <clears throat> I regret everything. From the ship. <laughs> I regret everything. Transporters, son, this is why. <laughs> Come on, okay, Gary. Um, he has a focus. He's rolling three dice. He can re-roll one. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Re-roll. It's doing pretty good. Re-roll the zero. Um, yep, he rolled just a one. Oh, it's still rolling the dice on me. Yeah. There hey. we go. Okay. And two successes. All right. right. Five. So Jiffus. Yes. Um, so five total. So on that one re-roll, he got a crit. Um, so Jiffus so does some amazing work. Like this is gonna be a Curie legend. Oh yeah. Down the line for decades. Oh, yeah. And definitely unlike Scotty, <laughs> he's actually going to record this. Hell, if Jiffus managed to 
Yeah, he managed to do a covert transport with an unexpected life form and still got everyone down there nice and safe. Um, <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> so you guys arrive down at the bottom. It is a bumpy ride. Um, you and uh, um, trying to get me. You definitely feel queasier than normal. Oh yeah, Kidneal's going to take a moment to go vomit real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Doctor Hudson, like you're, you've had read the horror stories about transporter accidents. So as you're beaming down, you're running through all the different scenarios and how you were triage yourself if. <laughs> If things go bad, <laughs> uh, but you arrive there and you appear to be in one piece, and Maya is in one piece, and it all looks like it went okay. So you guys materialize a short distance away from um, uh, what's clearly a um, um, a rough, not clean mining operation. There's piles of scree and stuff like that. It's very clearly people are just abusing the earth here to get at the resources that are there. Uh, and everyone has made it safe. Did that roll generate any momentum? Uh, that roll uh, generated two momentum. Cool. Yes. We are up to be able to use that. Three. So yeah, we're at three total okay. now. I'm going to let Dr. Hudson. Trying to Maya. think if Dr. Hudson would lose his shit. And I'm thinking <laughs> yes Probably. is the answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, she so she stands back and she says, I know. They're going to be, they're afraid of outsiders. Shut your mouth right now. Okay, she just closes her hands and. You could have killed any or all of us by doing that. You call yourself a xenotechnologist and you just jumped in to a goddamn transporter without knowing what the fuck you were doing. We are here to help, but you will not jeopardize the health of my crew by doing anything that stupid ever again. She I can roll a uh, command or whatever on that one. <laughs> um, and you have uh, doctor's order, so you may use your medicine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, is this, I'm thinking presence? Uh, yes. Yeah. Presence in medicine. A proper medicine, medical <laughs> Roll, dressing I'm gown. very upset, check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we have definitely elevated beyond I'm just disappointed to No, I'm bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm real upset. There you go. There you go. Yeah. You have impressed upon her the potential disaster that her decision narrowly averted. And she just nods mutely because you told her to not say anything. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay. Commander? Pat you on the shoulder. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I, I think it's safe to say this is the first time you guys have seen Dr. Hudson break out. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have no yeah. doubt. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. fucking around anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> And, but yeah, Kibiel looks at Hudson, looks at Maya, and says what he said. All right. <laughs> um, All right. And yeah, moving. And uh, basically, at this point, tasking the two 
security, um, the, the two red shirts, let's call them what they are, to Hudson and uh, Maya, and right. just, you know, you are their shadows. Um, and then uh, <laughs> looking at uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Zuckelman and says, ready to hunt? Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like low crouch and just moving forward. Also, this is something that has always bothered me about uh, Star Trek. I change into like a dark black uniform before coming down. Sure. We all on, on board with this. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, we're not trying sneaky. to be sneaky in your bright yellow or whatever. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Yeah, there, there's definitely, there are field uniforms. Right. I have a specialization in infiltration. I'm sneaky. Right. <laughs> camouflage, but in the color that you normally wear. Right. It's like the Power Rangers, right? It, it's camo, but there's that red splash. There's the blue right. splash. Yeah. No, they have they have field uniforms. It's bright blue color. urban camo. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Digital camo. Right. Um, cool. Um, and. Um, uh, I, I guess the first thing is finding actual cover because who knows where we actually transported to um, and get a lay of the land, um, which I cannot remember what perception is. Control and security? Um, Reason and security? Yeah, uh, security, it depends on what you're looking for, but uh, generally be a security. Yeah, I'm, I'm spotting over seers. Um, but uh, yeah. first things first, we wanted to shut down communications. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's go with Lieutenant Coleman and um, uh, let's give me a, unless you could pitch me something else, a control and engineering role. And I'm was, open to other options if you want to pitch me. I was thinking reason engineering is just like doing it. Sure. From basically more heavily knowledge it, based. Yeah. yeah. Understanding how yeah. the communications technology works. And yeah, sure. I'll go for that. Instead of particular. Mm-hmm. Finesse work. Sure. Uh, reason engineering. I don't have a focus for this. Infiltration. I do have a focus for infiltration. Um, yeah, actually. I think the infiltration focus would definitely apply. Uh, what is the difficulty? Uh, the difficulty will be one. Okay. Uh, I'll. I think I'll just roll my two. Sure. Well. <laughs> well, you could spend the momentum that you got on countering the complication, right? Will it do that? I am going to overrule that in this Because <laughs> complications are fun. There. All right. And we have five we gain a momentum. momentum. <laughs> yeah, we gain momentum. Yep. So you gain a momentum. Um, is however, the five? complication is... Yeah, there was one from the last roll. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Are we at five? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're maxed out, yeah. No, we're at five. At five. Six, we have one slide. Um, so the complication is that you let... Uh, the jamming that you're doing is actually uh, actually created a bit of a scree sound for a few seconds. Oh, <laughs> uh, so all the calm links within range um, would have been affected by that. Ours um, or the Klingon makes it yeah it makes the Klingons go, "What the heck is going on?" <laughs> so they're they're not they're not unalert. They're wondering what's happening, so they're sort of investigating. Um, okay. Um, you wanted to do scan for overseers? Yep. And yeah, I, I mean, in, I mean, yeah, I guess it's true. I have a tricorder. I do know mm-hmm. how to use this. Um, <laughs> I mean, would you rather? I mean, I could do it, but. Sure. Uh, but 
I mean, because I can use security for scanning. Yeah. So would that be control and security if I'm using a device? Sure. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm good at this. Um, uh, though, yes. It's your best combo. It is. Um, though, yeah, because everybody else is doing it. What is the difficulty? Difficulty <laughs> one. Okay. Cool. Uh, Unless I'm actually be telling you the difficulty of the task before you start it, unless there's a reason why you wouldn't know. Something you've never done before, right? You might not know how to judge it. Makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I've never performed surgery with a phaser before. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Hudson could do it. <laughs> Field medicine. <laughs> yeah, none of my none of my focuses apply. Um, and I don't think I need a trill uh, trick just yet. So, uh, yeah, two dice. Okay. Yeah, Great. no problem. Um, you locate uh, all the life forms um, within um, the mine. Um, there's about 20 different life forms, but based on positioning and movement, uh, you're able to figure out which ones are going to be the overseers. Um, so that's no problem. And you've got where they are, and you're able to track them as you move forward. Okay, cool. Uh, do we have a body count in terms of how many overseers there are? Um, there would be uh, four overseers inside. Okay. Cool. Uh, uh, in that case, yeah, uh, Commander kind of relays the information and the, the quick battle plan is um, you know, basically everybody follow my lead. We are not firing first. Uh, we are going to try and defuse the situation take them hostage um but uh and that's you know that's why we have the communications jammed um but we do not allow them to take hostages and we do not allow them to threaten us so a stealth approach right yep no problem basically run and point a gun at them and try to get them to leave peacefully with us Mm -hmm. and if they don't then we start shooting yeah, and notably, I That's do right. have a a talent for diffusing the tension. So yeah, yeah. nice. You're good at it. Which thank you, uh, Lieutenant Shavor, for reminding me about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's go with um, a control or daring insecurity. I think for sneaky sneak stuff. If you have uh, anything sort of covert or infiltration, you can apply that as a focus. Um, this would be like a collective role yeah. for everybody. Oh, so I will do a this. failure doesn't necessarily mean a failure. So in that case, control Team Dynamics is... probably applies. Team Dynamics would absolutely apply. Okay. I have control and security with my focus and infiltration. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Sneaky. What does Team uh, Dynamics do? Uh, that's just my uh, focus. It just gives yeah. him a focus on his... And uh, actually, Ralph, do you want to play the red shirts for me? Happy to. Cool. Yep. There's uh, character sheets in the thing there for red shirt. Cool. Coming. Security officers? Yep. And a crew support? Cool. Yep. A crit. Way to go. Yay. Cool. All right. Now, hopefully I don't. Okay, good. <laughs> the Dr. role was control and security, well. right? <laughs> Great. Holy crap, you guys. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my God. Not Extra bad. momentum. What does the focus do again? Jeez. Uh, it, increases the, yeah, it increases the critical range. 
Red shirt's gonna buy a die. It goes to four or adds four. Yeah, it basically it, it normally it would be twenty, but instead it is increased. Wait, hang on. Other way around. No, it's uh, normally it's a one. Mm-hmm. A crit is yeah. a one. You get you get with two focus. Successes. Is it is the it focus on is, four the, or five? It's the it's the rating of your discipline you're using. Oh yeah, right. Okay, I'm trying to see what I rolled. Yeah, so, you can hover over bottom it. Bottom left corner. Because uh, I think I rolled a two, so that would be a crit. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I gave you two. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Yep. And so, so Doctor so, Hudson got yeah. a one. <laughs> I rolled yep. a one on the d20 to get two, a two okay. success. So one, two, yep. three, four crits. <laughs> Lots of crits. Uh, do you want me to roll for two red shirts? Yes, please. So make two rolls. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So then I'm going to spend a total of two momentum to buy a die for each of them. Sure. So that they're each rolling three dice. Okay. The first one. Great. <laughs> Second one. Great. Cool. So. All right. Um, I think we're so still based momentum on capped. the crits, rather than have you bank momentum, I will give you an advantage in that you guys are stealthily placed to fire on. Each overseer. Nice. Oh, yeah. So, come in, you so, have this one. Dr. Hudson, you yeah. stand there. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so, through clever maneuvering and hand signals and tactical um, skill, you place yourself in a position where you all get one shot at an overseer. Cool. So, you can assign your targets whoever you like. Right. Um, are they all Put me with the red shirts? Yeah. Well, <laughs> at this point, you and Maya are sitting back. The red shirts are the ones you know going to do the shooting. Um, are they all Klingon overseers? They are all Klingon overseers. There are no subject races here. Okay. Second Other question. Than right. The Maya. Yeah. Uh, second question. Can mm-hmm. I spot the the big one? <laughs> there is one guy who is in charge. Cool. Um, so I am going to approach him. Um, in you know, stealthy fashion, um, and have the equivalent of I'm putting a gun to your head, but that is dumb. And the point of a gun is that you fire at a distance, so you don't get close to them. Anyway, <laughs> that's one of them tropes. Um, so you want to like have the phaser activation sound, so they know that there's there's all been drawn on, yeah. right? So you can give me a um. I think I want to call this presence command, but it might be daring command. Uh, presence command is fine. Uh, daring command. <laughs> That's what knives are for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, because I am diffusing the, uh, the tension, um, <laughs> and notably it does mention when I persuade someone not to resort to violence, it doesn't say anything about me having to... Uh, <laughs> um, so I will get an additional D20 from that. Um, and uh, yep. uh, yeah, I think that, that that I don't think I have anything else to throw onto that. Um, hand phasers for my focus. Um, if that's cool. Sure. Okay. Because I, I can turn it off and, and use, you know, diplomacy instead. Uh, Either so, way, you've got to focus in there. Right. So that's fine. Um, uh, President's Command. Yeah, okay, cool. So this is to let them know you got the drop on them and hopefully have surrender without shots being fired. Right, and... Why, why don't you buy a third, uh, second additional die for with two momentum? 
So you roll four. I mean, I can do that with just one momentum, but that is a good well, point. It, the bonus die from the talent counts as your first bonus die. So the momentum expenditure ah. counts as two. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Because uh, I hadn't reset my momentum, but what were we at? Six? We were at six. For sure. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'll spend two. Okay. Yeah. This is no reason for us to stay capped. Uh, exactly. Okay. Cool. Thank you for pointing that out. All right. Welcome. Personally, I do like the video playing a knife on a clean I know, but that is not knife at the neck. Oh man. It's more like these Klingons are overseeing these weak, meek um uh marsupials and suddenly there's the sound of an arming phaser like yeah. right behind them. Oh yeah, what is it? The effect that he's going for. My minor but pulling action, a knife on a Klingon would certainly be an interesting choice. My minor action <laughs> is charging it. I guess mm-hmm. you could you could say. Um yeah. I only yep. got two on my four dice. You rolled three nineteens. Well, <laughs> which on the plus side they were all 19s and not 20s that's right uh, if ever there was a time to increase at that range it <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> so the difficulty was 2 oh. you um, did it because, uh, not necessarily because they're clean warriors but that their um, veteran is there with them mm-hmm. um, so you hear the sound of several phasers charging up they turn around and see Starfleet personnel, weapons at the ready. They don't have <laughs> weapons out. Mm-hmm. So okay. they don't they, got one of them boomerang swords or nothing. You see the calculus <laughs> in the leader's head, like he's weighing his options. Mm-hmm. The the warriors are just looking at their leader. Right. Like, and and what Kim do we Neal's do? Good to, right. Mm-hmm. And Kidneal's gonna throw in the we have, you know, we have one this day. Klingon, you will have others. Right. Um, he barks something in Klingon, and they slowly raise their hands. But he is glaring daggers at you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I almost um, said easy enough English, to yeah. take them uh, take them captive. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely got the drop on them, so no problem there. You now have right. four Klingon captives and a whole bunch of. Um, freed natives. Right. Uh, and Maya immediately goes to them once things are secure. Um, she's talking to them and they're all like kind of gathered around her. You see there's a lot of touching going on. Um, like somebody would just, just come up and put a hand on her. It seems to be like a, a greeting or maybe they're just reassuring themselves that she's real or something. It's sure. kind of what's going on. Um, but uh, there's a lot of touching and they have sort of a huddle as she explains everything that's going on. Um, and uh, Commander, you're there with the space. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and I'm not like I'm taking their weapons and you know treating them, but I'm not making them like kneel or anything like that. Um, sure. They're, they're, if anyone's interested, in trophies. They're all carrying Dikta, which is the spiky dagger. Mm-hmm. Mm, they cool. all have yes. stand um, there with their Dikta in their hand, huh? No, not. I <laughs> had to go there, did you? I just had to go there. Um, and they also have disruptor pistols. Mm-hmm. Um, both good, of those weapons right? have the vicious Ooh. one effect. Yeah, nasty. Yeah. They're yeah. nasty. I don't know that they're good. <laughs> yeah, but yes, no. They they don't get their weapons back. These these are coming back with us mostly because I know Zeckelman uh, is going to want one, and uh, Kitney kind of wants one too. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, but they're they're being treated. Because, at, at, and correct me if I'm wrong, because at this point, 
the whole like honor system for them is still because I can't remember if that was more next generation or currently. It's still a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also an element of like live to fight another day. Right. Like a Klingon doesn't necessarily throw their life away. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then that's Kid Neal's thing is like, hey, listen, we got the drop on you. We win this one. Let's let's, you know, just be chill about this. Um, and uh, basically radios, radios, uh, uh, you know, taps his badge and uh, alerts the Curie that will be, you know, have a security team ready. And we're going to be beaming up one Klingon at a time. The veteran is staying with me and we're going to have a little chat while we start sending up. Oh, captives. that's a good idea. All right. Yeah. There is no response from the Curie. You saw all the signals jammed, right? Well, that that you were cling- jamming the Klingon, um, the Klingon communicators, which is slightly different. Ah, okay. So well, maybe there's some spillover, but you can always turn it off now. Looking up in space at the Curie, <laughs> we'll have to find out next time. <laughs> <laughs> Not my cliffhanger. Don't you all look at me. <laughs> this is great. All right. Um, um, thanks very much for joining us, folks. I had so much fun. I hope you guys did too. Um, and look at the faces like it. I just love this. This is great. Um, fantastic. So, thanks for joining us for uh, Star Trek Adventures um, mini series. Uh, we'll do prayers for the next Mage um, Chronicle. Uh, please, please join us on Discord, even if you just want to come and lurk. It's just a great, wholesome place to hang out at into.space zero to get you right into our server. Um, if you feel so inclined, you're, I invite you to support us on Patreon at staylucky.club, um, where we use that money for artwork and refreshes of equipment and things like that to make sure we stay functional. Um, and uh, I guess that's it. Thank you all very much, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. And just a- Join us next time for more <laughs> bold action.